Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's now time for the Monday Breakdown with Mick Gannon, Dean Watling and Mitch Lewis. Hello to you, Mitchy Lewis, first of all. Did you enjoy your weekend? Morning, Gareth. Yeah, no, had a pretty sta- standard weekend. Had a wedding Friday, so I spent okay. days recovering after that. But And I hope the boys and the listeners are going well. Mickey Gannon's been on fire, tipping winners for fun yesterday. They tell me at $1.70, $1.40, and also old Greg <laughs> was sensational. Hello to you, Mickey Gannon. Don't give me that look. I'm only being sarcastic, Mickey. I love you. I'm grateful for <laughs> you. I sp- Oh, I was I was fan. more just laughing at our old mate who tips two dollar favorites below, just having a bit of a laugh about the whole situation. But who's uh, that? Dino. They tell me there was a little bit of an argument on trackside there yesterday in the afternoon between Milo and Tags because Tags wasn't giving you enough credit. Oh, well, let's let's just get to it now. You know, you get to the elephant in the room. I got on the boy said, "Come on, on Sunday, you know, Sunday yeah. afternoon. You got nothing else to do, so come no. on, give him some tips." Declared, declared one said it's an absolute moral. It's a dollar seventy-five. It'll win by six. Yep. And tags, tags didn't like it because it didn't win by twenty-five. And and and, and his argument, which is just ludicrous, is oh, but it started at dollar forty. Well, isn't that like, isn't that more credit? It's value dollar seventy into a dollar forty when you set it, it up. Yeah. Set it up. Anyway, mate, cracking weekend of racing. It was enormous and so much to cover. What I want the listeners to do this morning, G, we're going to gamble responsibly. I want them to go to their Bet365 accounts and chuck 20 bucks in there because I have a play for you. We won't give it away just yet, but I have an enormous market. play for you. I love this time of the yeah. year. Futures markets are so much fun. We've so the, good. We've got the trials at Cranbourne. They tell me it was on racing.com. You must, have, you must be only um, able to watch it on your app. Geez, Victoria is still 25 years behind. Like Sydney, you've got everything going with their trials. And Victoria, I know you can watch it on your bloody app, but. Um, I tried to watch you on racing.com the other night. I couldn't see you. Couldn't you? It was on. It I was, was about on... to say that, Gareth. That was the same thing. On my app, it said to watch the trots, you had to watch it on channel 78. You couldn't watch it through the app. Oh, okay. You so might... I, I was out of the house and I was like, I might just tune in to see how that trots is going. And then, no, apparently you had to be on, on you, the TV. I, I think it had to be on trots 78. Um, no, no, no. If you wanted to watch it on the app, you could watch it on seven plus, I think, or trots vision, but it was a great night. I thoroughly enjoyed the trots leap to fame and call me the breeze Two superstars call me the breeze defeating just believe in a terrific, great Southern star. So, um, we'll talk about that a little later on. Dean Watling. Hello to you. Yeah. Good morning, fellas. Uh, interesting weekend. I was brought back to earth. Uh, one of the great leveling weekends for me. I think I went 0 and 15. So what? I'm keen to review Gareth. 0 and 15. Yeah. I couldn't do that if I tried. You do that half an hour. Uh, <laughs> I'm only but, joking, um, Dino. Do you know what your problem is, Dino? Do you want some constructive criticism? Oh, not really? I don't know. Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> I think you've been posting a lot of these, like, you know, in the gyms and walking your dog and all oh. that kind of stuff. <laughs> Focusing too much on his shoes. Yeah, yeah, sort of like you become Dino, the, the you know, the influencer, influencer in a way. But uh, the best thing about it, Gareth, you more often than not, you learn from your losses. You don't often learn from winning. 100%. So um, hopefully we got something to learn on this Monday morning. That's why I love you, Dino. Um, it's, 
it's um, you've got to make sure that when you when you do have a bad weekend, you admit it and you come back stronger. Um, 0499 736 736. Let us know what you loved about the weekend. You might have a futures bet for us. Head to SEN Talk. It's a new way to talk to us. All you need to do is click on the SEN app or go to your phone, go to the SEN app and uh, click on Giddy Up with Gareth Hall. Press on SEN Talk. Record your message and away you go. We'll concentrate on the two-year-old races in the first part of the Monday breakdown. And what about this performance by Coleman? They're at Caulfield on Saturday to take out the chairman stakes. 300 metres to go. Two and a half lengths in front of Coleman. Given its head now. And they were followed next by Scampi and Anisa. Counter-offensive with Coleman coming in at heart. Coleman lets down. Races away. Anisa late. But it's all Coleman. And Coleman far too impressive. Two and a half lengths. Anisa. So with the way that the track played, Coleman had a lovely run as expected and has told on this show that counter-offence he would be leading at all costs and Blake Shin ran along and he got tied that colt by Deepfield on Daboo. Coleman had that lovely run, the son of Pierata, and he raced away. I still think when you analyse that race, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, team, we'll start off with you, Dino, is that I thought Anisa went as good as Coleman there on Saturday under the circumstances. Yeah, I think you make a really good case there. I think as a punter, we probably lack peripheral vision. I think uh, we just look for the best horse and possibly just want the horse to win. And Eza's probably got bigger targets, which they all do. But from the gate, just missed the kick a little bit. Wasn't going to be busted up. First run for the preparation, you could say. So thought her run, considering the tempo to the 600 metres, was uh, tremendous. Um, I think what we saw on the weekend, though, in the two-year-old race, is a bit of a theme. They were small fields. No real pressure in a lot of them. And horses with tactical speed, three from three out of the three three-row races, all landed in the first two in running. So we get to grand final day, boys. We're going to have a golden slipper, a blue diamond, big field, a lot of pressure. And a horse like Anisa with that turn of foot, I thought she was probably the one to take out of it. And improvement-wise, um, I think you can make a case that probably Coleman, the way that um, that stable train, they more often than not uh, rocket first up and probably regress after that. So... And these is the one for take out for me, Gareth, of course. Coleman's the $4.50 favourite now, Mickey Gannon, for the Blue Diamond Stakes in front of High Octane and Anisa, who's at six fifty. Yeah, no, no surprise there at all, G, um, that Coleman's favourite. I was against the form lines of Coleman, but I wanted to back it in this race. Yeah. I'm sort of kicking myself. I'd be really interested, Mitchy, just quickly, how, how quick did they go? They didn't look like they went that quick, and I thought they were going to go a bit quicker. Uh, no, they went slowish, so they were about three lengths slower than the class benchmark to the 600s, and then Coleman and Anisa have pulled off similar splits closing, so that's that's your data there I've got. Okay, so, yeah, well, I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it yet. Maybe a faster tempo suits Anisa for sure. Uh, I did have queries about the form lines there in regards to the Blue Diamond. Uh, well, We'll touch on my, my pick in the Blue Diamond because mm. once everyone gets their 20 bucks in, because I've got a tip for you, it's around $13. Okay. But uh, I'm happy to be against Anisa and both Coleman, Mitchie. Right. Yeah, look, Anisa, I suppose, in the end, it was to me to do with the track. If you look at the Stewart's report, it was a little bit slow out as well. But Gareth, I, I was a little bit concerned Saturday morning listening to you and Tags when Peter Newman, uh, Moody said, we're not going to blow her up here today. And then when Ooh. she... Yeah. flopped out of the gates. So I sort of money was confetti straight away. So I, I still wouldn't think if you, if you backed her already, I wouldn't be throwing my hands up in the air and be devastated because she'll definitely improve off that run. But Coleman impressive as well. Coleman and Anisa give slight chances. They're the only two out of this race that I'd consider mm. into the diamond. All right, then I'll, I'll, I'll go first here with this question that I posed to this beautiful team of mine. 
Neeser or Coleman heading to a blue diamond. I'd I'd be with the Philly and Neeser. Yeah, I would. Coleman I would for Mickey Gannon. Be with Anisa. All right, Dino with the Neeser, Mitchy. Yeah, I'd take Neeser. All right, good stuff. Bring it on. There we go. We're taking <laughs> Mickey Gannon. Here. Neither of them will win. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I tell you what. Um, let's head to Match Sydney. Race, yeah, let's yeah. head. Let's head to <laughs> well, we Sydney. We saw it on Saturday. Got flogged. They're machines, these Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bot two-year-olds. We'll start off in the Canterbury Stakes because this was a, a brilliant performance by a horse by the name of Prost. He did have all we the plenty of room on the into the straight, King of Rousseau leads by two. Two lengths away to Prost and then came Enhanced Traffic Warden looking for clear running. Fearless is coming down the outside. King of Rousseau being tested by Prost now. And Prost met up, went up to put the head in front. Hasn't accelerated away but it's a length on Fearless. And then came Traffic Warden. Prost in front of Fearless and Prost pushed out. We'll go on and beat Fearless. Bob with the heads for third. Maybe Traffic Warden an inch in front of King of Rousseau. So Prost had a couple of trials after de- debuting in that Breeders' Plate back in October or later, the latter part of September. Then he's had a couple of trials and trialed nicely. He got crossed. He didn't get his own, didn't get it all his own way, and he was still too strong to defeat uh, Fearless there in that Canterbury Stakes. The Canterbury Stakes has been a good race for a Golden Slipper, Mickey Gaddon. How good is Prost, and where does he sit amongst the seeds there for Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott? Yeah, a really good, really good performance. Um, I thought how he won the race was really good. Uh, in regards to the Golden Slipper, and I'm sort of digressing a little bit here, G, but it's going to be interesting, isn't it? Because they've got five or six runners here that they all like leading. Yeah. And I'm now trying to work out which horse can sit off them and produce a, a nice turn of foot. And, and this could be the one. This could be the one that sort of fits that profile. It can definitely uh, be competitive in a slipper, probably a little bit, I'd say maybe like in their fourth or fifth run of Galloper, G. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see which way, well, the hippo will go Storm Boy, which way Timmy Clark goes in a golden slipper. I know there's still he's a long got, way to he's go. He's got a bit of work to do, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, Is he riding Shangri-La Express goes around the trials? No, it's really interesting think, to see. I think Regan Bayless is, is that Regan Bayless's ride? Um, Give me two seconds and I'll be able to get that up for you, G-Man. Anyway, hey, G, while we're, while we're doing that, yeah. I spoke with Adrian this morning in regards to where a couple of those two-year-olds yeah, are going. I'll, I'll tell you what, now. that's why you get paid the big bucks because that is much appreciated, <laughs> Mickey Gannon. 5.30 this morning, I was up yeah. making phone calls. and uh, So he's so applying to you now, Gannon. So here's the breaking. <laughs> to be honest, I just didn't want to ask him that silly question Jacko had for him, so I just I just showed his arms. But uh, Lady of Camelot, after a really good performance on Saturday, uh, is is a big possibility of going to the Blue Diamond. He currently okay. getting thirteen dollars with bet three six five. I'd suggest that'll would, last about would, three and a half minutes. I would pull over the car right now and have something on Lady of Camelot. Um, a note a note will be going down to uh, to Caulfield this Saturday. Hopefully, produces a big run and turns up and trunk and and or fully fit, depending. Uh, fully, sorry, fully lit, depending on who performs the best in the English Millennium. Also, likely to head that way. G. So they've gone from zero horses in the Blue Diamond to about three or four. Well, the big problem they've got is how many horses can you take to a slipper, and how many horses can you have on speed in a slipper without blowing yourselves up? So that therein lies a big problem, doesn't it? Let's stay focused here. Uh, that's the name of a horse, by the way. Two for better racing at ten dollars. So, <laughs> fully lit at thirteen dollars is going. Uh, no, fully lit. Assuming it go, it runs well in the English yep. Millennium. Will go. Yep, and it's currently three dollar favourite. So you'd think it'll go pretty well. Yep, Lady of Camelot's Blue Diamond Stakes is that's that's preference at the moment for its big grand final, one of its grand finals. Yep. And what else did we have? 
A node's going down there $26, yep, for the prelude. Okay, so out of those three horses, Lady of Camelot are fully lit. Lady of Camelot. All right, then. So $13 is the bet there, Lady of Camelot, um, for the Blue Diamond Stakes. Love it. That's terrific information. Talking about Lady of Camelot, let's hear what she did in the Witten Stakes. And this was extraordinary from a filly having her second start. Diva way break him and now pulling deeper out. Well into the straight now. Lady of Camelot stoked up. A length and a half clear from Arlenia. Running on well, Manal down the outside and Extreme Divas making ground together with Waybreaker. Lady of Camelot showing the stick of the 200. She's kicking Lady of Camelot. Going strong now. Hit a bit of a flat spot there but away she goes. The heavily back favourite. Lady of Camelot wins in a breeze in the Witten Stakes. Manal got second to the end from So Waybreaker. just explain the time she run there, Dino. Yeah, so it's a great comparison that we've got two 1100-meter races on the same day. Um, so we've got the, the Canterbury Stakes for the boys, the Widden Stakes for the girls. The Widden Stakes won by a lady of Camelot. They've gone out around a length faster, so 1.8 lengths faster than the average of the six. And they've come home around three lengths faster than the boys. So overall, the girls have ran faster time to the six and even faster, or even quicker time home from the six. So around four lengths uh, faster overall. So incredible performance, uh, to be honest. Um, it's always hard to, to compare, and we know the competitive horses. You can put them in a different race, but overall, you'd have to take Lady Kamala out of this meeting. It was a dead set phenomenal win. Um, another point out of it too, Garth, that I wanted to make and probably caught me off guard was the late move in the market. Um, as soon as she stepped into the yard, she was absolutely crunched. So that just screams to me that she must be coming back a completely different horse than a run in the gym crack. So all signs that she's on to bigger and better things and a bit of egg on my face because I took her on on the weekend. Not just you, Dino. I took her on as well. I couldn't believe Mm. it. And she was smashed, wasn't she, with the market? It was quite extraordinary when you watched that. There was a few flops in that race. Um, Just goes to show show how good they can come back, though, doesn't it, G? Like, wowee. I think we've we've seen that over the the time with these two-year-olds. The horses are up nice and early, then they go for a break, and then they come back at this time of the year. They seem to be just a little bit more furnished, and that that experience under their belt has done them wonders, and we've seen that. You've got to be a... You've got to be a freak to do the slipper in one preparation because you pretty much have a, a preparation less than most of these horses. Twelve of the last fifteen slipper winners have all had that set up, that run before Christmas spell come back, and Lady Camelot is probably the pin-up horse to show why it's so important to have that set up. Gareth, what did you make of it, Mitchy Lewis? Yeah, I was going to say out of the two, I thought Lady of Camelot was the most impressive, and the fact that Gano's come with that. Breaking news, um, I think she'll be very competitive in that Blue Diamond. Yeah, I think she'll nearly start favourite once everybody knows that she's she's heading that way, Lady of Camelot. Um, and if she doesn't head that way, Gano, change your dress. <laughs> oh, we'll, just, we'll just cut it up again. I did well, say there's likely. Likely. There's a strong chance <laughs> of thinking about that. It's a bit of, it's a little bit like what happened the other day with um, Switzerland. We all thought it was going to the English Millennium, but they can change mm. their mind after that, so... When you're, betting, when, you're, when you're betting in future markets, you're just got to be a little bit careful, especially with these two-year-olds. Celerity was a disappointment. She went off her head twice. Mm. Um, mm. She smashed up J-Mac's toe, and I would have loved to see what she was able to do there on Saturday, but I think the, the occasion just got to her, so she probably would have not run at her best there if she did start there on, on, on the weekend. So we'll just have to wait another day for her. Um, so what we've learned from these two-year-old races is that Lady of Camelot is our bet in the Blue Diamond, and uh, we'll just wait and see 
um, from a golden slipper point of view, because there's still a lot to unfold from that point of view, Dino. Yeah, I just want to touch back on the, the Canterbury. I thought yeah. the run of Fearless was probably a really good considering the setup of the race and copped a really nasty check at sort of the 200 metre mark by the first start in hand. So moving forward, a bigger field, uh, probably a track that suits run on horses. I thought Fearless could be the one that yeah. we could take out of the Canterbury compared in, in, to Proust. He was really green, Dean, I was going to say as well. On mm. top of that, when he came around that bend, he, he was well, well off. You've, you reminded me as well, I had him here in a note that I said just he might be one to follow given how green he was with a little bit of improvement. Perhaps he'd be a nice like three-year-old type. Yeah, for sure. I think he could potentially be a roundwood course too. I think okay. uh, that's sort of shoot start. They whip around that bend as Gano knows and suits horses up on speed. Getting to a, a track where he can balance up and rocket through his gears, I thought Fearless was probably the one we could take out of both those races, Gav. What about uh, what about Manal Dino? I thought Manal was was pretty good and and a, a horse that we could definitely follow. And your point was absolutely spot on. And on on my notes here for for Rose Hill, it was what happened in fourteen days when we get to Ranwick with the rail out mm. three meters on a track that plays completely different to that. There's going to be some form reversals on a horse like Manal. Okay. Wow, we could just jump right out of the ground. Now, when I say form reversals, I don't think that you reverse the form on Lady of Camelot, <laughs> but there's some horses that could just extreme, like very much jump out of the ground when they get to Ramwick. So two-year-olds we want to follow from Saturday then quickly, lads. We'll start with you, Dino, then go to you, Mick, and then go to you, Mitchy. Yeah, outside of the obvious, uh, Fearless, the one for me, Gunnar. Yeah, Manal. Now, and Lady of Camelot, of course. Well, yeah, that's, that's right. what I was going to say. I'm only just, I'm just following Lady of Camelot down to Melbourne. <laughs> right, um, English, English Millennium, who's a better horse, fully lit or Odison? Fully lit. Yeah. That's a good question. Um, you get I'll five, sit on the fence. Yeah, you can get five dollars. You, can, you can't fence it, Dino. We've been I'm over with, this so many times. Yeah, I'm with Gano. I like fully lit. Yep. I know I'd go Odison just yep. to be different. There it is. All right, then. Um, 8.23, let's take a break. This is Giddy Up and the Monday Breakdown. Gareth Hall, Mitchie Lewis, Mickey Gannon and Dean Watling with you this Monday morning. Thanks to Bet365. Join the conversation. We've got a couple of great prizes to give away. 18 holes of golf with you for you and a mate there at that beautiful Mandalay Golf Course. 0499 736 736 to join the conversation. Don't go anywhere. Great to be with you this Monday morning. Statue at the 250, and Jimmy Starr slid up to Who Dares, who's full bore. Now he goes for Jimmy Starr. One slap, two slaps, it's two in front of Who Dares, and Jimmy Starr's going to power away. This is a nice horse. Jimmy Starr won it well from Who Dares and Forbidden City. Fourth of photo, Imperial. Yeah, he's the son of Perinkanto, Jimmy Starr. Jimmy R. Starr, I reckon he is. He was sensational there on the weekend, Mitchie Lewis. He's got an invitation, I think, to the All-Star Mile. Um, yeah, I think a... they announced that on the dot com. Yeah, he's um, straight as it well. happened. So, oh look, I thought his his numbers were pretty good. Um, he was pretty sort of soft on him late. So yep. yeah, he, he'll be competitive in strong races. You, I don't think you'll see him at benchmark level again. Um, yeah, I think, to, he, to I think he's eligible for an eighty eight. I think next start. Um, so it's they've got a dilemma. To, they've got a dilemma. The connections. We'll have Johnny O'Neill in the studio for the means test. So. If they go to an all-star mile, then their ratings, they run second or third, they do a lot of points there. So, and who knows if they're competitive there, what weight would they get for a Doncaster? I think they'll try and, like, it just doesn't make sense to me that this this early on in his career with the rating that he's got, I think that they will go down the path where they'll try and get into a Doncaster. 
at the bottom of the weights instead of going down the, the weight for age path, Mickey Gannon. Oh, you're, you're a racing manager these days. That's what I'd be doing anyway. <laughs> that's very good from you, Jay. I love it. I love it. I think that's a great play. I think the horse has got a Doncaster in it at a lightweight. Uh, it was really impressive just in regards to the race itself. How good was the ride? Because he was yep. slow out. Yep. And Blake Shin's just gone, bugger this, I'm not waiting around because there's every chance that if he didn't make that probably move in the first 300 metres, he's back last on the rails and then it's a completely different story. He's luckless beaten half a length and, and should have won by three. But Blake just did everything right and that's why you put jockeys like Blake on. But it was super, super stuff. Did you yeah. boys catch that? Yeah, it was a phenomenal ride. Um, what I loved was the tactical speed Jimmy Star showed after missing mm. the kick down. Sometimes horses can be slow out and then they sort of bust it along, but he rocketed and put himself in position. I think that probably made Blake Shin look a little bit um, better than what it was. But it was They did go ride. slow, though. They did go slow enough for him to catch up. But you've still got to take that initiative, right? A lot of people, would, a lot of jockeys would just go, oh, well, he's fallen out. Mm. You've just got to deal with it from here. He's like, no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They might have went a little bit slow early, but looking at the data, they're going yeah. quick to the 600-meter mark. They're going around 5.5 lengths faster than average, so that's probably the last there thing Shin wanted um, was a fast tempo because then he's going to have to bustle the horse up. And then for him to come home around four lengths faster than average, uh, this is a group horse in the making, no doubt, Gareth. Um, I think Johnny O'Neill has a good decision to make because I think he'd run top three in an all-star mile. I know we've got alligator blood out, Mr. Brightside's there, but a horse in form leading to that race, oh, I think this horse is an out-and-out -out group star in the making. I just love his turn of foot. He had no right to win like that on the weekend, especially from the 1,400-metre start, missing the kick like that. Um, he just screams 16 to 2,000-metre horse, a dead-set star in the making. So you got Mr. Brightside, 350. Fangirl's unlikely at $9. Now Jimmy's star's at $9.00. Like, I I still would have pride of Jenny in front of Jimmy as a star. Like, yeah. she's a proven group De one winner. And she's at $9. Definitely. Yeah, you just want to see pride of Jenny come back. I, I know mares can have that really good preparation. We saw it with Forbidden Love, and then they can sometimes come back a little bit flat. Um, so I think Imperatrice. He, yeah. yeah, I just saw have that trial. that trial? I'm a big Yeah, kid. I just saw that. That is very concerning. Her yeah. first trial after that track gallop was super. That uh, piece of work there was very concerning. We'll try and get Benny Gleason on the show, the boss of Tiako Racing, because um, it's hard. Like, everyone trialed their sprinters, so they should trial well, but she trialed off the bit. Um, she got left behind there today. Mm. So, um, little, little ticket on uh, maybe in secret there, uh, G, down down the straight. Yeah. Mm. You she wouldn't... stepped out this morning at Rose Hill, I think. Yeah. You wouldn't, well. give, you wouldn't give up on Imperatrice just yet. And, in fact, you'll get, she'll drift after that trial, surely. So we're going to report yeah. there from – She already has. So. Yeah. <laughs> She's gone for dollar seventy to dollar eighty three. Yeah, um, yeah. Jimmy's a star. This is from Cooper for the futurity at eight dollars. I don't know if he's going to futurity. I think Jimmy's a star. That they, they don't want to do too many points trying to get into a Doncaster. That's that's my thinking anyway. But Johnny O'Neill can he can confirm that they they got to get enough points to get into a Doncaster. But they don't want to jump up to Group One racing and then all of a sudden get too much weight for a Doncaster. Um, so that's a fine. So that's a goal, Gareth. Is that oh, what you're telling us? Well, I reckon that but they either got to take the difference. It will be by the time yeah. Gareth's done with him. It's either, it's, either, it's either they go to the All-Star Mile or they go to the Doncaster. I don't know. I think you can go to the All-Star Mile next year. I don't know which way you guys would go. Oh, the, the issue, it's not an issue, but the thing with the, the All-Star Mile, it's wait for age. So he, he'll have to carry the weight for that. He doesn't Correct. get the penalties like he, he would in the Doncaster. He can't beat Mr. Brightside at wait for age. Nah. Star. So why would you go Fair there? Fair enough. 
Yeah. And then if you run second, you do so many points and then that puts you in yeah. a difficult predicament going forward in these handicap races where sometimes the art is placing those type of horses as well. Do Mr. we, do we need to see a change? Two Doncasters um, before he's – sorry, was that Dino? No, you go, sorry. Yeah, so I reckon they'll, they'll place him for the best possible chance for him to mm. earn as much money as he can. In a way. We might have a, a five to six to seven kilo swing on Mr. Brightside come a Doncaster. Mr. Brightside's going to probably carry the top weight, go yeah. for three from three. And... Well, Mr. Bro- he won't be going to the Doncaster, Mr. Brightside, because he got, he, he's not be, going there. No, he's away Staying from Victoria. Yeah. All right, then, lads, we'll take a quick break. Um, we'll come back and have a look at some of the other feature races around the country on Saturday, including that performance by Lady Laguna there at Rose Hill. We'll get the team's horses to follow as well especially from Caulfield and Rose Hill from the weekend. Malkovic and Lady Laguna. Lady Laguna being cuddled as she went up to eyeball Malkovic. Two lengths away to a baller and then came hard to say Cristilli down the outside. Lady Laguna takes the lead now. Lady Laguna two lengths clear. Hard to say and Malkovic fighting out second and third but Lady Laguna makes it three in a row. Beating hard to say and Malkovic. Lady Laguna she's in a purple patch of form. Annabelle Neesham's done a wonderful job with her but she can sit off the speed. She can make her own luck as well. Well, Mickey Gannon, she just keeps on winning. Um, how far can she go, this preparation? You there, Mickey? We Gannon's gone. Okay. So, I, she, she, oh, no, you go, Gannon. You go, Gannon. There. Right Sorry, boys. Just having an absolute mare there. It's good to yeah. be back, though. Um, <laughs> she can continue on to the eye. The race looked like it was, you know, ran to suit, though. Yeah. Uh, what I will say is Malkovic is completely gone. I don't think, I don't know where, I don't know where that horse goes next. I think they might have gone to the bottom of the barrel. Lady Laguna can keep going and, and, and probably win another race, G, off that. But it was, it was a perfect yeah. race shape for her. Mitchy? Yeah, I was just going to say, it's like what um, Dino mentioned, I think, Thursday, that she's got that tactical speed. When she rocketed out of the gates and just sat outside Malkovic, they didn't go super hard, which just set the race up for her. She had the way superior turn of foot and run away with it. I, yeah, she's better than that class. She'll go on to something else, no doubt. Yeah. Um, Vagrant was very good as well. When we go back to Caulfield on Saturday, she took out the Belmain. Beautiful ride. The the best rides on that day were the jockeys that went back and they followed the fence in a way, then peeled out late in that straight. And Vagrant was given a beauty by Bo Mertens. Mitchell Freeman's on fire at the moment. Um, I don't. Well, that's that's her big big win there, Dino. To be winning a group three uh, group three race like that. Um, that's perfect for her page and her future going forward. They've done the job yeah, exactly. with her now. I think a group three like that. I think we saw the group three even in Sydney, Southern Cross Stakes. They're not vintage group three. So I think you yep. take them and run. Penthouse comes out of a, a highway win um, in Sydney and runs second. So is it a group three? Uh, on paper it is, but under the form, I think I'd be really, really careful following any of these horses uh, moving forward. But all honours to the winner, you can only turn up and win, Gareth. What Real about... heartbreak there with Penthouse. Oh, oh thought yes. I was home. Thought exactly. I was home. Yeah. Yeah, you went to the penthouse from their house there. Uh, <laughs> what about um, yes. Ray Magnerio? Just it was a great ride by Jai McNeil. I don't think I've ever seen Robbie De Griffiths. Oh, Robbie De Griffiths. Robbie Griffiths and Matty De Cox team. I think they're the most informed stable nearly in the state at the moment in Victoria. They're on fire along with Mitch Freeman. Robbie Lang is starting to dominate at the moment, so it's great to see. But Ray just keeps on winning, doesn't he? It was a big effort to defeat that well back Galloper. In Midtown, boss, it was back like it was unbeatable there, Mitchy Lewis. Yeah, it's funny how quick we hop off horses, isn't it? Like Ray Magnero, we were talking about him. I think yeah. did he jump favourite last time to Jungle Jim, and we were talking about him being a group horse and 
I think Jungle Jim just got the brakes in that last race, which he didn't get this time. So uh, Ray Magnerio might continue on somewhere else. Him yeah. and Midtown Boss have run it pretty quick. And uh, Midtown Boss, I wouldn't completely hop off it. I don't think. I think they went forwards, and I went back and had a look at some of its career runs. I think it's better off with a little bit more cover than what it had on Saturday. So don't jump off. But yeah, um, those two ran pretty quick in there, and Ray Magnerio, yeah. Ray's been up longer than Craig Hutchison, just never takes a break. That horse. Um, <laughs> the party horse. Yeah, he just continues yeah, he, he continues to get the job done. We'll take a quick break. We'll get to your text messages as well. 499 736 On the other side of it, I'll send you the trial there, lads, of that second trial at Rose Hill today. No Shinzo. So I don't know if Shinzo's scratched because Macca's toe was no good or they just didn't want to start him today at the trials. But... We saw King of Sparta, Private Ice, Adozi, Sugotchu, Coast Watch going around there. So we'll chat about that trial in just a moment. And in secrets about the trial as we speak now um, as well. Trial 3, Rose Hill. Sorry, Dino. Kovalenka as well. Yep, Kovalenka. Yep. So we'll take a quick break. We'll come back and talk about those trials in just a moment. Welcome back to Giddy Up. Some big news coming out of Cranbourne as we speak in Perry Trees. Court doing a wonderful job filling in for Jackson as my producer. Today has been on the phone to Benny Gleeson. Benny hopefully will join us in the next hour or so, but the vet's with in Perry Trees, I think, as we speak. So after she trialled pretty poorly there today at Cranbourne. Um, because it wasn't it wasn't the Imperatories we know there, Dino, after watching that trial. So hopefully she's okay and she just put in a bad one. Um, but you can't take a dollar eighty three in the Black Caviar Lightning. I thought In Secret's trial was pretty good just then. Did you see her trial? She was never off the bit, Dino. Um, and I don't know. You know Private Eye better than I. But he looked like he was a little flat again to me at the trials, Private Eye. But that could just be him, Dino. He trialed in the second trial at Rose Hill. Yep. Uh, he is a very hard horse to catch at the trials. You can try like a group one horse. I think the biggest thing for him is Joe Pride. He knows the horse better or not. So Pride comes out and suggests that he likes the trials. I think all okay. Um, did this last preparation. I think he was good first up. So don't look too much. Inseca is terrific. Mangano just watched that as Gano chimed in. Um, the lightning stakes on Inseca. She was really good late. And yeah, it's no surprise to see potentially the vet with Imperatory, like you mentioned, Gareth. The trial wasn't awful but it's not up to her standards at all no. she looked um off the bit chasing late so um hopefully everything's okay with her but if you're on a futures ticket or you want to chime into that price i would be waiting for sure i am unstoppable was good in that trial there at 17 dollars mitchy lewis and i thought bella nipatina was really good she, she she can perform on a firm track bella nipatina but if there was a little bit of give in the ground at flemington she wouldn't be far away in a lightning stakes but i think the story here is that Maybe in secret at 5.50, even though she was blown up the other day in that champion sprint um, before getting out or heading out for a break. She's a proven straight horse, but you definitely can't take a $1.87 in Paratrees at the moment, Mitchie. No, you definitely just have to wait now, especially if what we're, what you're suggesting with the vets is true. So I'd just be holding firm. I reckon you'll get something better race day at this stage. And yeah, I, I, Belly Nipitina was one that I just cast my eyes over and I thought, with the right setup, she she you know she's always around the mark. 
Yeah, I think the way that King's Gambit tried, I would play him for a quokka Mickey gun a little later on in the year. As long as there's no um, paper on the on the on the ground of the quokka, mate, King's Gambit would be a good play. Have you got any information on the on King's Gambit heading to the quokka? Is that a yeah? Uh, I think it's I think it's nearly certain push. that King's King's um, is it King's Gambit King's Sparta who trolled today? I get confused. King of Sparta at eleven is definitely going. I should say. Yeah. Okay. So, so King King's Gambit. Yeah. I've got, I apologize. Yeah. King King of Sparta was very very good. Uh, there's a horse that trolled along the side of King of Sparta. Mumbai Moose that is yes. absolutely low flying. I believe that she, I think she's a mare, will be going to, um, could be wrong, but will be going to Melbourne on okay. uh, on Saturday in that listed race. And I'll tell you what, if if it lines up there. Oh, I tell you, wow. I love the, I love the troll of Sardozzi as well. Um, she was the star winning the Oaks. She could be in for a big autumn and, Take yeah. and be dominant in those those classic races like the 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 um the Australian Oaks. There, she was superb. I thought at the trials. I apologise to to Jace. It was repose that he was talking about. Um, out of the gym crack, she finished third, I think, in that race, and she had to go for a break. Um, she pulled up a little sore after that, so she might be back in the the late autumn. So there you go. Repose um, is his two year old that he thinks might be a star towards the back end of uh, the autumn carnival. Um, no Shinzo today, Dean. I was looking forward to seeing what he could do, Shinzo, but um, he didn't take his place at the trials today for some reason. Yeah, well, J-Mac hasn't ridden in the first three trials. Is that right? Or did no, he just ride Kovalenka? I don't know if he rode Kovalenka. He was definitely going to the trials to to ride, um, to ride Shinzo, but... Um, he didn't ride. He was meant to be riding Lindemann as well, so I don't even know if he was mm. on board. We do have a good but... set on Thursday at Royal Randwick, so maybe yeah. they want to take him away from the home track at um, Rose Hill there and suits him better. But Chris yeah. Waller can do that. I our, think he... Um... Yeah. Um, just quickly, our Cobra son, how impressive was it to your eye, lads? Mickey yeah, progressive. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, really, really good run. I had our Kobe son, Lady of Camelot, and uh, Chris Dilly uh, as two horses that, mm. I, that I wanted to... Uh, that I wanted to continue with throughout that meeting. And I, I thought our Kobe son was really good. Gee, yep. I think broke the track record. He did. did. Was yeah. it all our mobs track record? Or was it a track all record our mob was one of my favorites. Hey, don't go anywhere, Mitchie and Dino. And I, if you have to go, Mickey, I understand. I've got to get your horses to follow as well. Straight after the nine o'clock news. Uh, we've just been a lot of fun watching the trials. It's been a busy, busy mm. morning. Looking forward to catching up with Ben Gleason for a report on Imperatries as well a little later on. It's 9 o'clock in news time. Great to be with you on Giddy Up this Monday morning. Plenty happening. Big good morning to you, to wherever you may be listening on the SEN app or on your local SEN track dial. It's four minutes past nine in the east, four minutes past six now in WA, four minutes past eight in Queensland, 8.34 in South Australia, and a big hello to our friends in New Zealand. It's four minutes past 11 there. Giddy Up brought to you by Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. And don't forget the Decker on Cranbourne Pacing Cup, Saturday the 10th of February. Don't miss out live and free on Trots Vision and Sky Racing. And the best pacer in the land will be their leap to fame, which is exciting for Cranbourne and the club and the people that will be going to Cranbourne on Saturday night. Dean Watling and Mitchie Lewis still with me there from the Monday breakdown. Now, Mitchie, you've got something for us out wide regarding the quokka. Please explain. 
which is the slow yeah. race in, in the West in the middle part of April. No, so he's not in the market. So this is more of a suggestion perhaps to some slot yes. owners. And I, I don't know, but to me, the timing lines are right. And I don't know if the question has been asked, but I would reach out to the Oxlades and ask them about Sharippa or even Cumin because okay. they're, they're both horses, well, particularly Sharippa. He, he's won well on dry tracks before and wet tracks. He's got that sort of sense of adaptability, if that makes sense. And he's a, he looks like a tough gelding. He travels well. I just sort of thought, you know, he's is is he still favourite in the Oakley Plate? You know, he, he might be. He's going to go around in a Group One race, and then April's still a little bit away from the Goodwood. So, you know, there might be a little gap there. That yeah. So, so I think you, it might be worth asking the question. So, with the Quacky, you got Amelia's jewel four dollars, and Peritrice won't go. She's ruled out. She's at five dollars. Overpass six dollars. He'll be there. Giga Kick won't be there. I wish I win won't be there. Oscar's fortune's been confirmed at seven fifty. Bunes Notches, probably not. Think about it, no. King of Sparta, yes, at 11. That's a good price for King of Sparta. If he turns up, he'll be awfully hard to beat on a dry track. Ripcord's got a slot at 11. As Fura 13, she's probably a chance. Um, then we go in secret at $13. She won't be there. A few of the other horses won't be going there. But um, no, I think that's a, that's a good shout out there, Mitchie Lewis. I like it. Uh, Do you get a sling, Mitchie, or something if it gets picked for the race? I wish. No, I just... <laughs> well, he's just trying to... the South Australian flag. He's just trying to help out the battlers. Horses to follow. We'll start with you, Dino. Um, I want to follow Fearless. Um, Punch Lane was a really impressive winner there over the 1,400 yeah. metres and Loss. And that was a sickening way to start the day. Any ounce of tempo, and I think Loss wins that race. So um, they're the three for me, Gareth. Poor old Tags, he had a bad day. We had Peter Moody on the odds couple, and Peter Moody's talked him into this horse at Kyrton. In fact, he talked us all into a, that horse at Kyrton. Um, gets beat. And then lost. Um, oof, it was a tough watch anyway. Um, Mitchie Lewis, your horses to follow? Yeah, lost was one of mine as well. I agree with Dino. I thought with a bit more tempo, perhaps, uh, it's going to get a better run. Uh, out of race two, Smoking giant. Uh, Peter Moody suggested that it, he's a big horse and he might not appreciate Caulfield. And I thought we saw that. So I wouldn't be jumping off smoking giant if he turns up somewhere next. And then in South Australia, I've got yeah. one out of race eight to follow. She's won two races in a row now, dual fuel. But it's the manner in which she's doing them. There have been two really ugly runs over the weekend. She was four wide, no cover coming down the back straight. Off, They went quick, which might have helped her. Um, but she stormed over the top of everything. It was really impressive. It's full credit to Maggie Collett's ride that day. But Jewel Fuel, I think, in her yeah. last two runs has figured it out and she might be able to be one that we can follow through the grades over there. A couple of horses in the West. Golden Vale owned by, well, in the Coolmore colours. It'll be awfully hard to beat the Magic Millions there in the middle part of February. Simon Millie knows how to train a two-year-old. was impressive. SJ Miller can take a bow with no apology. Back into his stable first up. Wins at what? $19 into $10 tipped on Saturday morning. Um, no apology. So that was a big effort. And then, geez, it's a good horse. That comic hero for Chrissy Parnham and Simon Miller had a big day there on Saturday. And then um, yesterday there was a horse at Bunbury. And this, this galloper deserved to win a race like this and break through in um, now that Petula. Simon Miller had a big weekend and Patrick Carberry defeating Storm Chaser. So... Um, those were the highlights there from WA. Miss Tasmania for Ziggy Carr took out the Magic Millions two-year-old race there on or yesterday at um, 
in Tasmania. So well done to Ziggy Carr. She's my favourite, one of my favourite Ziggy Carr, and she's got a beauty there in Miss Tasmania. And that salute was something else. <laughs> Boys, hey, it's going to be interesting. Trial time, as you absorb what's happened this morning, Dino. We'll try and get an update there with our great mate, um, Benny Gleeson with Imperatrice, but um, she's definitely the, the story of the morning, Dino. Yep, that's why we love trials. They give us a little leg up on the bookies pre-race day, but not, uh, plenty to chat about there. And we might need to find a new sponsor um, next week, Gareth, at 365. A lady of Camelot's been $13 into $6.50. So either Mickey Gannon goes or we might need a new sponsor. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> no. Hey, they love us, Bet365. Um, I think we've signed on for another year or so with them. So Dan's a, he's a great friend of ours, the man who runs it. Um, um, Bet365 is definitely the world's favourite online betting brand. And 